0: Sykes and Nancy, a reading by Charles Dickens, performed by his great-great-grandson, Gerald Dickens. On January the 5th, 1869, Charles Dickens stood on the stage of the St. James's Hall in London and performed the murder of Nancy for the first time. It would become the most notorious of all his readings, but he only performed it 25 times during his final farewell tour. The energy, the passion, the violence on the stage affected the audience to an extraordinary extent. Charles Dickens used to judge the success of a performance by the amount of ladies who fainted during it. But it was not only the audience who suffered at Bill Sykes's hand. Charles Dickens himself put so much energy into his shows that he collapsed on many an occasion. And many of his friends and family were of the opinion that it hastened his death just a year later. Even now, the drama and the passion of Sykes and Nancy is just as powerful as it was in Charles Dickens' time. Sykes... And Nancy. CHAPTER One Fagin, the receiver of stolen goods, was up betimes one morning, and waited impatiently for the appearance of his new associate, Noah Claypole, otherwise modest Bolter, who at length presented himself and cutting a monstrous slice of bread, commenced a voracious assault on the breakfast. Bolter! Bolter
1: Well, Here I am. What's the matter? Don't ask me to do anything till I've done eating. That's a great fault of this place. You never get enough time over your meals. You can talk as you eat, can't you? Oh, yeah. I can talk. I'll get on better when I talk. Talk away. You won't interrupt me.
0: There seemed, indeed, no great fear of anything interrupting him, as he had evidently sat down with a determination to do a deal of business. I want you, Bolter
1: leaning over the table to do a piece of work for me, my dear, that needs a great deal of care and caution. I say, don't you go a-shoving me into danger, you know. That don't suit me, that don't, and so I tell you. There's not the smallest danger in it, not the very smallest. It's only to dodge a woman. An old woman? A young one. (laughs) I can do that pretty well. I was a regular sneak when I was at school. What am I to dodge her for? Not to... Not to do anything. But tell me where she goes. Who she sees. And if possible, what she says. To remember the street, if it is a street. Or the house, if it is an house. And to bring me back all the information you can. What do you give me? If you do it well. A pound, my dear. One pound. And that's what I never gave yet for any job of work where there wasn't valuable consideration to be got. Who is she? One of us. Oh, Lord, you're doubtful of her, are you? She has found some new friends, my dear. And I must know who they are. <laughs> I see. <laughs> well, I'm your man. Where is she? Where am I to wait for her? Where am I to go? All that, my dear, you shall hear from me. I'll point her out at the proper time. You keep ready in the clothes I've got here for you, and leave the rest to me. That night.
0: And the next. And the next again. The spy sat booted and equipped in the disguise of a carter, ready to turn out at a word from Fagin. Six nights passed. And on each, Fagin came home with a disappointed face, and briefly intimated that it was not yet time. On the seventh, he returned exultant. It was
1: Sunday night. She goes abroad tonight, said Fagin, and on the right errand, I'm sure, for she has been alone all day, and the man she's afraid of will not be back much before daybreak. Come with me, quick! They
0: left the house,
1: and stealing
0: through a labyrinth of streets arrived at length before a public house.